0: Welcome to the Venly Expert Talks, where we aim to inspire Web3 builders with great stories from great minds. I'm your host, Alexandra Ahrens, and I'd like to remind you that you can always reach out to us on Twitter, Discord, or LinkedIn with ideas for the podcast and questions for our guests. Welcome to episode 23 of the Venly Expert Talks. Today, I'm joined by Christopher Glancy, Chief Product Officer of First Eleven, and we are going to be talking about what it means to focus on entertainment and experiences in Web3. So welcome, thank you for joining me.
1: Hi Alex, thank you for having me today. Great to meet you as well.
0: Yeah, you as well. Um, Yeah, so if we can just start out with your background in life and what brought you to where you are.
1: Cool. Well, I think um, sort of professional life. I've always been in the sort of media industry. So um, I've worked for big media agencies. So I was working, um, sort of, found my way into media. Worked for a big uh, media company called Bauer Media, and then ended up uh, working for WPP. So I worked for um, WaveMaker and uh, Essence most recently. Um, so they're big sort of media agencies, and my role within those typically was focusing on sort of innovation, um, you know, future thinking in terms of strategies and how we can sort of create the best uh, campaigns for clients um and I work with some big clients uh, there so a great great place to be but uh, before I left uh, Essence was working with Google on a lot of their stuff um and so very much uh, had an eye on gaming <laughs> and saw uh, amazing potential in the gaming space and sort of left to to sort of help set up um, First Eleven which is where we are now uh, and then in between I worked at Shazam so I had some experience working in mobile app businesses and um before that was acquired by Apple a couple of years ago so um so yeah, just gaming's a massive passion for me as well. You know, I'm, I love two things: I love music and gaming, and uh, and the gaming space is just such a a, a great um, creative place to be if you've got a bit more of a creative mind. And so that's um, how I sort of found myself uh, a bit more involved. So
0: yeah, that's great. If music and gaming are your passions, and you've gotten to kind of work with both of those at this point, that's excellent.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Very
0: cool. Great. Oh, well, um,
1: yeah yes, uh, i'm from i'm based uh in in just near london in the uk um uh, born and bred in the uk so um yeah i'm here
0: cool cool thank you um yeah and then if you can then talk about first 11 a little bit what it is what it's going to be what the plan is there
1: yeah so first 11 um we feel there is a massive space uh, a big hole really in terms of creative entertainment formats that leverage blockchain gaming and the metaverse so looking at um two years ago so when i was working with my agency hat on sort of doing big campaigns for clients you know google and was one of those clients and um it's very very hard to sort of activate in the space so we saw a lot of fragmentation basically you saw lots of leagues teams tournaments you know there's more and more influencers and now there's more and more platforms whether you look at tiktok facebook gaming twitch so what we wanted to do is sort of approach um with almost like if you look at netflix as a model netflix has got an incredible Catalog of, of, um, of video, right? But what makes Netflix great is it's kind of a format first approach. So they have stuff like the House of Cards or Squid Game. Or, so we thought, wouldn't it be great if we sort of set First 11 up to build the technology and the sort of the, the infrastructure to then drive big scalable formats that are easy for casual gamers to just jump in, have fun, and earn rewards in the process? So that's kind of the, the main thing. Our, our big differentiator is our sort of strap line is fun comes first so that's because we're called first 11 and that's really our mission behind everything that we do we don't want to kind of fall into a trap of being kind of serving two percent of the audience which is basically you look at esports it makes a lot of news on linkedin and lots of you know exciting press releases but actually i fundamentally believe most gamers don't really care about it you know they want to come in and have fun so we always want to serve that sort of the sort of, you know, I'd say the casual gamers that are, that are good at gaming, I put myself in that bracket. I love video games. I've played video games for 20 years, but I'm not going to sit for six or seven hours playing Counter-Strike in a tournament platform, you know. So for us, how do we create something that's fun, quick, easy for you to come in, jump in and out and have fun? So that's fundamentally First Eleven. Um, we, we've, we've got a very strong um, focus in um, globally, um, but our big footprint is in Latin America and Europe. And the sweet spot, obviously we're called Thirst 11, that has a sort of football flavor, uh, is sport and gaming crossover. So we're working a lot with different athletes, rights holders, teams, that maybe have sort of ventured into esports a couple of years ago and realized, actually, it's quite you know it's quite a contained area. So working with us, they can expand the reach and create these sort of more fun focused formats um, that are supported by all the tech that we've built as well. So, um, so for us, we, we're very much like, uh have have our own sort of creative teams and, and doing our own building our own formats with partners but we also have created the tools for creators to then create their own channels, their own challenges, their own reward structures that fully leverage blockchain and hence obviously working with Venly, um Because we think you know blockchain is tremendously exciting to allow people to not just play to earn, but allow people to to win things and 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 get closer to their heroes in, in these kind of cool formats. So um so yeah, there's a lot happening and um we we've been onboarding lots and lots of different communities um so we you know really rigorously tested first eleven over the last few years um and we're working with the top FIFA communities, the top valorant communities, you know lots of different creators um, and we've been optimizing as we go and we're getting really good traction now, really good engagement and it seems to be working really well so that that's kind of us, but at its core, first eleven is the home of challenges but we never lose sight of fun and entertainment being the core driver of why we do things and why we get out of bed to do it in the morning. Cause it's um, we'll never have a, a sort of a, you know, straightforward sort of tournament where you have to go and win a prize pool or whatever. It always have a creative twist and a fun, fun angle.
0: Very exciting. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you said you're focused mainly in kind of Europe and South America. Is that related to the football aspect? Is that changing?
1: Yeah. So we, 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 if you look at the the lockdown, you know, the fastest growing Twitch streamer in the lockdown, I think uh, for a good period of time was Sergio Aguero. So he was playing Twitch and everybody, you know, followed him. And when there's a, when an athlete has an authentic passion for gaming, you know, it's credible and authentic, they absolutely move the needle in terms of engagement. So we, um, we know today's footballers uh, and athletes, but football is kind of obviously the biggest sport in the world. So um they, they play video games all the time in their spare time. So we're working, our first global brand ambassador is Arthur Mello. So he's a big international footballer, big star. So he plays for Juventus and the Brazilian national team. Um, and when we met with him, we had a, a couple of calls with him. He absolutely loves video games. So that passion and authenticity shone through. So part of um, First Eleven is really working with athletes that have that authentic and credible passion for gaming. You know, they might not necessarily be a fully fledged gaming creator, but they have absolutely loads to give if they want to jump on, have fun on a stream, you know, maybe structure a fun themed challenge where their fans can come in and sort of earn a cool NFT in the process. So we want to make it really easy for those guys to jump in and sort of have fun with all the support and the community management and the the technology that that sort of underpins it. Uh, But equally we want to flip that and allow creators and fans to all come into the same place as well. And then that sort of fuels what those formats are. So, so football, um, when we attack these formats, we've got a very, very strong big format coming out in football and gaming with a global media partner, which will be announced quite soon, which is really cool. Um, And then we're also doing a lot with other sports, right? So different racing, different sports, different things. So um, for us, football's the number one, you know, in those two territories. And if you look at, you know, outside of, North America and sort of Southeast Asia and all of that. You know, you look at Europe and Latin America, there's massive synergies. With We love the same sort of things, really. We love racing, we love football. <laughs> we love so that's kind of, we think those markets are a little bit underserved in a way. Okay. Um, so we're going after those first, but we, we're definitely not isolated to those regions. And then we also are working with some of the biggest um, communities in Latin America. So we're equity partners, by the way, with, with Final Level. So they're the biggest influencer gaming, you know, Content group in Latin America, they have, um, they get like close to a billion views a month. They're they're gigantic. Um, So um, we've absolutely got the scale, the distribution, the the creators, the communities. And for us now, it's just about how do we drive these really fun formats that you can just, you know, we have a our main products, the First Eleven Challenge app, and what we want you to do is like. Let's say you're on the way back from work or you're on the way home from school and you just flick up the phone and you can see there's always something going on. In the same way you open Netflix, you can just say, all right, well, tonight I'm going to watch House of Cards or Squid Game. We want there to be a live challenge that you could just, oh, cool, I could be playing mellow tonight in a Minecraft experience and I could win a football boot that I can use in the metaverse by being there. Do you see what I mean? So that's that's what we're about is, is sort of making it, um, having a good threshold, of like quality control, cool experiences, And then extending that to communities to have their own and rights holders to have their own channels where they can drive challenges for fans to jump in and have fun and earn rewards in the process. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
1: I thought the biggest way to do that, you know, at scale.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. As you said, so you're working on football, racing. Those are some of the the big focus points, I guess. Um, Are all of the challenges kind of going to be based around real world sports? Is that how you're starting? Are you expanding?
1: No, so I mean, as I say, eSports is, mm-hmm. we, we have an interest in that, but we will always want to turn it on its head and, and have fun with it. So we're working with the best Valorant team in one of the best Valorant teams in the world. I think they're number one in, in Brazil, um, Game Landers. And so we'll create fun you know, valorant theme format with those guys. And it will always be, um, with a creative lens on it. So what we'll never do is just like, here's a tournament platform, off you go. And, you know, we're just going to allow people to grind it out and win, win, like, you know, a prize pool. I just think that's that's really dull for a lot of casual gamers. So um, it will always be something fun. where We're inviting you in. And the technology that we've built, so we've spent a lot of time developing our tech stack. And it's all about that seamless access into the experience. So let's take Valorant. So it's, let's say we've got Arthur Mello playing Valorant and you can play alongside him and his team. And we can pull you into his team quite quickly if you're watching the stream, and if you do something or you complete an objective that's kind of fun driven challenge driven you can win something um so that that's kind of where we're at is we're not really um trying to drive big tournaments et cetera et cetera but it's always uh, creating sort of fun formats that are that are engaging and fun
0: okay fair enough so
1: across any sport any game yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's fun we'll do it.
0: Good. Definitely. I wasn't trying to uh, box you in or anything, just looking for more there. Good. Um, so yeah, then you also touched on um, how First Eleven is, is, a, is a platform, is a creator platform. So you do have a program on your website to onboard and challenge creators. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so we actually have Sort of a couple of key product areas, right? So the the challenge app is the main thing that sort of fans and consumers will see. But we also um, we have we, we actually have an, a, an amazing talent management system. Okay, so a full back end system that if you're a footballer or you're a famous creator, you can download First Eleven Creator Creators, which is like an app, a separate app. And that allows us to you know if you're a famous footballer it tells you can tell us when you're playing you know when you're available connect your socials etc so that then helps fuel um the some of the formats which we create in the challenge app um so creators can join that and in joining that we offer a full sort of community support team at a certain level if they're getting behind you know if we're going to create a challenge with them um And uh, we always want to make it, um, the UGC features within First Eleven will always allow you to create things and reward you for how fun and creative and entertaining those things are. So that's the sort of twist, I think, with First Eleven is that we're never going to be, it's sort of rewarding people for for having fun and being inclusive and positive rather than just sort of like uh, grinding it out in sort of an esports sense. so we always want to welcome sort of diverse, diverse range of different creators to join us, and we we have been, like I say, onboarding lots of communities and creators, and within the First Eleven Creator Network, which is powered by a very sophisticated sort of talent management system and influencer market, influencer marketplace. So if you're a rights holder like a football team and you want to create your own channel within First Eleven, then we're offering you a lot of tools and analytics and measurement and you know you can configure exactly how you want those challenges to run and who you want them to who which talent you want to be in those challenges right um and it's also let's say you're a brand and you want to have three famous footballers and 25 creators and two markets doing you know a Fortnite challenge every friday and you want all of them to be on facebook gaming or half to be on. it allows you to configure that right in, in a perfect sort of you know in a much more easily if you're a media team or a social team or a gaming team, an agency, or it's just way, way easier to, to, to do that than having to cobble it all together yourself. So, so the, the creator network is open for creators to kind of join that. Um and it allows a whole range of tools to to them, you know, if you're kind of if you have like a bit of a following and you want to sort of and I think where these challenges can help is these creators always need things to do in the streams, right? So it's like we some of the formats we can help say, hey, do you want to star in this format? Um or we allow them to just be creative and reward them in the process as well. So,
0: okay, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Um, and then you also touched on this a little bit, but um, with First Eleven, you are you have challenges on chain and off chain. How does that work for the users to play a game on different interfaces, consoles, and so on?
1: <laughs> yeah. So we we have um, we, you know when we're looking at blockchain gaming we see that as a, a broader subset of gaming. So we will have fun if we're creating, and as we are with Fenley, right? Creating a fun experience in the sandbox or we're doing things with some other blockchain games as well that we'll, we'll have a specific challenge and objective and create something fun that you have to go and do to earn something, right? The difference with us is we're, we're going to be creating some very cool um, NFTs. So launching NFTs with the athletes, with the rights holders that you can win by doing the challenges. So we will exclusively drop products within the First Eleven app, which is obviously working with Venley, which allows you to win something in the context of a challenge. So what I think is really exciting is you'll be able to be watching a stream in the most simple sense. Um, Arthur Mello, he turns up, you know, he's a big famous footballer, got lots of other footballers and racing drivers. So let's say it's Arthur Mello. If you score three goals against him, you can win his NFT football boot, you know, that we launched that will have interoperability and functionality in a wide array of different situations in the metaverse. So we're unlocking sort of cool partnerships in the space. Obviously, Venly with the sandbox experience is, is mm-hmm. one of those. Um, we think that uh, sort of the you can win something in a challenge over here and you can use it over here. So, you know, the metaverse sort of um, platforms are really interesting to us to sort of build these custom experiences where we can sort of invite fans in and get closer to their heroes. But they might need to earn access to that by doing something over here in a different sort of uh challenge right so that sort of um nft sort of uh blockchain connectivity opens up a wealth of creative possibilities in terms of what we can do in terms of fan engagement and what those formats can unlock you know um we we're not too fussed about being one way or the other we just want to always like look at gaming as, as in the round and say is it fun let's do it. You know, if it's more fun for us to create like a challenge in Mario Kart, <laughs> you know, we'll do that. Or if it's more fun to create sort of a cool sports bar in the sandbox where you can go and do a fun little challenge with, you know, a famous footballer, we'll do that. So we're not like ideologically obsessed with, you know, the purest sort of decentralized platforms in that sense. But having said that, it allows us to be quite creative in how we use them because technically they offer kind of some interesting things that you can't really do in other games.
0: Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. So you were mentioning there about the partnership between First Eleven and the Meta Ring from Venley. Um, Can you take us through maybe a little bit more detail of what the vision is there for in the sandbox and, and so on?
1: Yeah. So I think the, the Meta Ring project is quite an exciting one because um, we did I did a lot of work in assessing sort of the blockchain landscape, the best providers, the, you know, how we're going to build the best product, you know, the best first eleven experience for creating, you know, joining challenges, earning rewards, having fun. And uh, we sort of connected with Venley quite early on. So this, we've been sort of involved with you guys for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that process, sort of building out our product, um, we started talking about the Meta ring and and that just seemed like a really exciting project because it sort of chimes with our our vision for creating digital products that have interoperability. You know, so if we're launching a virtual football boot or a virtual, you know, th- fundamentally it, it's the same mechanics. So the, the ring is a really great way to showcase how Venley can, um, working with Venley can unlock that inter- interoperability, but also as a standalone sort of like exercise, we just thought it's quite fun. So you know, we'll, as I say, we'll only ever do stuff that's fun, right? So, earning a, like, buying a Meta Ring and then being able to hang out in what we think will be the coolest sports bar in all of the Metaverse, you know, where we just think that's fun. So, and fundamentally, I think, you know, with all the crypto mechanics and the play-to-earn and the guilds, and the, the, I think this is why sort of is similar to what we thought about gaming two, two years ago when we set up First Eleven, that it, those things are quite fragmented. And do most casual gamers care about that sort of stuff? I don't think they do. So, but if there's like a cool thing, you know, I could buy this ring and I could go and hang out at a sports bar, you know, and after a, a big football game, go and hang out with two of my favorite players and my favorite game creators, that is cool and fun. So for the meta ring is kind of, um, I think more on the fun side because I think there's a lot of creativity and collaboration in terms of what that, product unlocks you know in terms of the cool experiences and that you have the ring and you can go and play this game over here or you can go and do something in the first 11 app over here I think that, that the creativity uh, and partnership driven approach we really sort of um we agree with and that's kind of very much in line with our strategy as well so that's why we, we're doing it
0: mm-hmm. where do you see or how do you see the crossover between interoperability and creativity for the metaverse
1: so I think that um, part. what I love is a lot of the stuff I used to do in um, working at big media agencies with brands with partnerships, you know, so you see brand partnerships and really, you know, and, and partnerships can be really creative when you take one thing and, and, and mash it up with something else. So um, it unlocks amazing creative potential. Um, if you have a bit more of a, if you assess things in more of a creative way. So like if we're doing something with this asset and we're going to put it over here, or you can, it, 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 I think the best games, if you're looking at this from a gaming perspective, are always creative first, right? It's, it's an entertaining experience that's cool and fun. And, and the reason why you like playing Demon Souls is because it's a creative world that's really cool. Or like even the sandbox, people are injecting their culture and creativity into that. So we think that, um, the cool thing about web three and blockchain is it's going to unlock so much more potential for collaboration so there's a, a rights holder or an athlete over here but they can do something over here or maybe there's seven or eight different connected experiences that if you earn that or win that thing then you can do a whole bunch of stuff over here so um so i think creativity is the absolute core of like why people will care about the product at the end of the day the nft um that's the way we see it um if you're looking at it from a product standpoint um, we're looking at it very much with the entertainment fun lens. So everything that we, we want to do is always fun and entertaining versus like, but utility is a word that's banded about a bit. And that just sounds like, like a, a little bit like a, a gas bill or like, you know, it, whatever it, it doesn't sound like very exciting or so for us, I think that the, the key things that are going to sell more NFTs is just the utility is going to unlock awesome experiences, fun, cool. You know, you can meet your, meet your heroes in the metaverse. You can, two things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do without buying or earning the product. So for us, yeah, creativity is front and center.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you definitely talked about interoperability and and kind of creative creativity, excuse me, as a whole. Um, Are there,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think that for me, like the metaverse strategy, I've got like Uh just a note here is like for us, we want to create the most fun experiences in the metaverse, right? So we want to work with creators to help us do that, but we will also play an active role in doing that. And so we're actively building some amazing formats, which will be scalable with rights holders. So we're working with a supercar brand. We're working with athletes. We're working with the top creators, top esports teams. And what we're finding is that when we sort of go down that sort of how can we create something that's fun and entertaining and we don't need to worry about, esports you know then it unlocks some amazing potential um and that's our sort kind of key focus there mm-hmm. um i would say um there's a lot yet to be announced with us so we've been almost in a sort of half stealth mode so we've been testing organically with communities and but there'll be a lot of big announcements coming um for the second half of the year so we're launching some big formats um with a focus on racing and football mm-hmm. um so you'll we'll see more of that and um, the sort of play to earn, play to win mechanics will be very much a core part of that. Um, and yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the, the focus. We just want, when you see first 11, we want people to just think that is the home of challenges. I know when I see the first 11 logo, that's a awesome challenge that's well run. It's quality and it's not going to suck. And that's, that's what we want you to think. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um, yeah, definitely. So, I guess my, my next question was going to go more in the direction of what tips maybe could you give to creators who want to create something entertaining and engaging in a metaverse? Um, yeah, kind of like you guys have done, maybe on a parallel?
1: Well, I think that they already are, right? By virtue of the fact that they're gaming creators, they already create really good content. Um, so, I think it's like, how can we allow them to um, maybe create a more engaging mechanic within what they're already doing. So I mentioned that Mr. Beast squid game example. Yeah? How could you, mm-hmm. with First of you might create a squid game challenge where we can have 300 fans all taking part and winning something by, by, you know, that and the technology we've built would help facilitate that. So they're already doing this sort of stuff, but how can we make things a bit more interactive and extend that access to fans to then come in and take part? So from a sort of how can creators be more creative they already are creative and we we just want them to sort of say do you know what if they want to work with us and create their own challenges we can absolutely help support that whether it's through tech whether it's through community support you know those guys just need to focus on doing what they do you know and doing you know doing a great job streaming and we we can sort of wrap wrap around them and create an infrastructure to serve to create these digital events that are more casual gaming focused so that's number one um the esports side is interesting because a lot of them have been very focused on, you know, tournaments and platforms and winning. The, and, and you're starting to see maybe some of the esports teams start to pivot to, to try and actually, you know, what we might reach a wider audience if we create something a bit more fun and exciting. So that's where we, we want to sort of extend the first 11 sort of tech to them. Um, but we just think that, you know, people are most – gaming creators uh, that you see on twitch or youtube or etc that have kind of decent traction they are very very creative right but how do you extend that creativity beyond just sort of like a video and create like an actual experience in the metaverse or an immersive sort of uh, it doesn't could be a a challenge in a video game or it could be a a metaverse experience or it might be you know connected through the blockchain so we we want to sort of We can help them because we've got a very, we think a very strong creative team and kind of like building up more scalable formats that they might want to collaborate with several different people to sort of create something bigger. Or we can say, right, over to you, here's a challenge. um, You know, if you guys want to host it in the challenge app, then we we can wrap around that with the community support and the tech, you know, et cetera. But they, I think, I wouldn't want to lecture them on how to be creative because they already are, but it's just they, if they want to try and do something, we can maybe help them unlock that with some of the tech that we've built.
0: Good. Yes. I wasn't trying to imply that they didn't know how to be creative. No, no, it's uh, my apologies if that's how it sounded. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. I think you kind of covered it, though. So your tip yeah. is just come to First Eleven. You guys will take care of them. <laughs> You'll help them figure out all the stuff they need. Right.
1: Yeah. They would be able to, let's say they wanted to have a dedicated channel full of challenges where they could have, a, let's say they did a Friday a Friday night challenge so let's say you're a FIFA, which we're working with the top FIFA community, SAF, uh, they're the number one FIFA community on Facebook gaming, right? So we're doing regular challenges with them. So that let's say you're a top FIFA creator and you want to do a regular FIFA challenge every Friday. Then you've got that appointment to play and you've got that ability to, in the same way, like if you look at our layout, it's a bit like a Netflix, that you could then say, okay, well, you know, I really, I like this this guy. So, you know, I'm going to get notification every time the challenge is live and I can access that challenge or Maybe he wants to give something away, or, and that thing might be an NFT, or you know, tickets to something cool, or you know, or it might be a access to a free game. Or so it, it's it, the, the what the challenges are can be really diverse. What games? You know, it could be any game, but um, we just want you to be able to easily access and discover fun things to do, and earn rewards in the process. So if we're doing that, it's only going to help them, you know. Um, and if if it's a bit more of a Um, immersive sort of challenge, let's say there's 200 people or a 1,000 people on a challenge, then we can help sort of supply some community support and editorial sort of amplification around it and and sort of make it more format-driven rather than them just standing alone on a stream somewhere.
0: Okay. Yeah, very good. Um, What do you think will be kind of the biggest apps, biggest push for blockchain adoption then?
1: I was, I think gaming is like definitely dri- the driving force behind the blockchain now. Um one thing I did think about was like obviously the news with Elon Musk buying the um Twitter and I you know he's talking about making that open source and I just wonder whether that will be the first one that will be a, a, a purely decentralized social media app. So they might make that, you know, every tweet is basically tokenized like an NFT and then it's you know on the ledger and you know it can't be changed, can't be Deleted, you know, because if those things about free speech, I just wonder whether that might be in a weird way, sort of a Web3 version of um, social media might probably be the biggest technical application of it. I don't know whether that's coming around the corner, but for the foreseeable future, I think it's gaming 100%. So, mm-hmm.
0: okay. Then are there specific types of games? So, obviously, we've talked a lot about football, racing, that kind of thing. Is there an overarching um, style or or overarching uh, focus that you can see will be very big.
1: I think that um, it's important to remember, like a lot of the decentralized games are still quite new. So when you look at stuff like Sandbox and Decentral, actually Sandbox has has lost some of their daily active users, and Axie Infinity is losing. So it's it, you know it's creating a lot of hype on LinkedIn, and I think a lot of the games, whether you look at you know you got to follow where the users are, right? So the things like Fortnite, things like Call of Duty, things like FIFA, things like, and the games, you know, that they're the kind of big triple A games, but there's so many other games where um, you can use those as a creative canvas to have really fun executions within them. So I think those games aren't going away any anytime soon. I think that, that they're still, you know, that, that that's where the vast majority of like gamers live. Um, and I'd be interested to see how the blockchain games start to become a little bit more... Um, Interactive and entertaining because I think that's sort of getting there. You're seeing more immersive racing games or like um, cool like football games or like, and, and it's going to start to catch up, I think. But it's going to take quite some time um, before we get there. So I think the the biggest sort of games for me is just like the most fun games. If it's entertaining, you'll go and do it. Um, I don't think the vast majority of like gamers it, it, the way that what we class that in terms of like casual gamers are. Um, sort of crypto speculators that will want to grind out and join a guild. And like, I just don't think that we're there yet. I think that it might start to converge in the next 10 years. But right now, the most popular games, I think, are, you know, the big A games uh, that everyone's playing on the PlayStation and the Xbox and the mobile phone.
0: Okay. So with that, then, obviously, there's lots of games that are play to earn, learn to earn, so on. Um, do you see that being a big push for people to move to... Blockchain, or is that not as important as creativity and entertainment?
1: No, I just think if it's if it's easy to access and it's enjoyable, people will do it. Um, if it's if you have to, right now, ninety nine percent of you know, uh, crypto, blockchain games, it's always like you need to almost have a math degree to understand how, or whatever, as like a tech. It's like you need a MetaMask account, and you've got to do this, and there's staking and liquidity and tokens. And most people don't, they just can't wrap their head around that. So for us, it's like, if it's quick, easy, painless, and fun, people will do it. And so part of the appeal working together with Venly, and obviously we've done a lot of work on the tech on our side, but your tools on to help provide some of the back-end support means that it's painless and easy for someone that is not really a crypto native or you know to just win something or buy something or earn something you know it's like within a mobile app you know so for us the it within press you can open the app and touch you know takes 10 seconds you join a challenge and you've won an nft and it's in your wallet and you you don't need to you don't need to faff around you know like and i think that um removing the 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 barriers and the pain points is going to just help blockchain scale massively and that will help alongside applications that are just fun, entertaining, and people actually want to do that sort of stuff in gaming. So I'm looking at fun and entertainment from a gaming angle. Um, you know, it might be different in, in other industries, but for now, you know, people if they're not having fun playing games, they, they're usually not playing them and they move on to other games. <laughs> so um so if they're having fun playing games and there's a crypto component or a blockchain component that's easy for them to understand and access, then I think it will it will help um help those help it scale.
0: Okay. It has been said that the biggest employer in 2050 will be blockchain gaming. Do you agree?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think it's, I I think that the, 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 the metaverse is like, obviously after Mark Zuckerberg talks about the metaverse, I think it's a massive, huge opportunity. Um, I do think that you're, and it's still, it's going to be a massive growth area, I, I do think there's going to be a sort of sense of like people have for the last two years been spending so much time on digital, like the screens, and I think the sort of merging of the physical and the digital is going to is going to come back in a way. Um, so I just don't know whether. You know, blockchain I think is gonna unlock so much growth and, and, and potential in multiple industries, whether it's gaming, um, in by twenty fifty being the number one, I don't know. Um, I think it will probably be blockchain will be there, gaming will be a big slice of it, but whether it's the biggest, I don't know. You know, whether it's like the banking industry has transformed or, you know, transport or social media or like, you know, just those things are a little bit bigger, um, even though gaming's massive. But yeah. I'd like to think so because we're in the gaming space, but, you know, we'll see. And 2050 is a long, you know, it's quite a long time away. It's, so. it's a ways away for sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely.
1: <laughs> I think the um, the main thing for us is like, um, go to first11fun.com and we've got so much, so many great announcements coming for the second half of the year. I think that the cool thing to remember about ours is we're the home of challenges. Everything we do is always fun, really exciting and entertaining. And we've got some amazing NFTs Product drops, and we're, we're never ever gonna uh, we're never gonna like make it really difficult for people to get access to the NFTs. So you'll always be able to win stuff, or or you know it's it's never gonna be like you need ten thousand pounds to buy this, or like you need to be you know it's just we want to make casual gaming, and you know blockchain and the metaverse is kind of a, a lever that we pull to deliver these formats and, and rewards for fans. So um, I think if you if you like sport and you like video games, then check out First Eleven. And if you want to get closer to some of your favorite footballers, favorite racing drivers, race against them, play against them, win NFTs from them, join a really cool community, then do come to us. And if you're a gaming creator and you want to be part of First Eleven Creator Network, you can always come to us and create your own challenges. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So it's all there on firstelevenfun.com
0: great
1: said, yeah nice plug at the end <laughs> yeah I was gonna say
0: I, normally I ask if anybody <laughs> if you have anything to say but that's, right. that's great <laughs> um perfect um then who else should we have on VET next do you think
1: uh I would say I, I've had the meta ring uh, Maison Dow so Simon from Maison Dow um what they're doing is really exciting as well and I think they're they chime with what we're doing because they're very much looking at creative spaces and creating their own metaverse, um, world, which is very much serving sort of like, um, whether it's fashion or creative industries or like, you know, really cool experiences. So I think what they're doing is really exciting. And I know that they're part of the meta Ring project. So I will definitely hit up, you know, hit up Simon and get him on your podcast. Um, because what they're doing is really exciting.
0: Perfect. Great. Great. Well, anything else you want to leave us with?
1: No, I, I thank you so much for the time. I think we're really excited to work with Venly um, moving forward. I think um, you know the team have been really you know supportive, and we've got you know we we think that the work you guys are doing in terms of like wallet integration and making it painless for users is um, is really great. So I think it only helps that all the work that you guys are doing only helps strengthen kind of what we're doing. So really excited to continue working with you guys.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks so much, and thanks for taking your time and talking with me today. So
1: thank you. Take care. Have a great day. All right. All the best. Thanks.
0: You too. Bye.